Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You are watching Game Time Decisions. I am Gabriel Redson. I'm on the grid and so is the Raging Redhead Can Store. Donnie Wrightside is going to be on the grid in a couple of minutes uh, with us as we try to help you make the correct game time decisions. We're on the clock. We've got a couple of uh, NBA basketball games, Game 1 and Game 7. Pretty cool stuff uh, right there. Uh, we have the last Eastern Conference uh, hockey game of the year. Uh, this evening is the Tampa Bay Lightning are getting ready to beat the New York Islanders. I'm sure the raging redhead Cam Stewart's pulling the trigger uh, with Captain Highliner and the New York Highliner. Uh, uh, <laughs> going down with Incorrect. the shit voice, shaking uh, his head. No, no. Uh, you, you've tapped no, out. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say, hey, when you're wrong, you're wrong, and that's what we are on the show. There's Vegas three games in a row. They can't even win one game in a row, so that didn't work out. But uh, last night in football, the four teasers almost hit. If we could have got a field goal from uh, Tennessee's kicker, the four missed kicks, an extra point, like that would have been a middle job for all four, Gabe. But three and one with the middles with the giant late uh, late touchdown. Not too bad. Baseball is okay. But, yeah, I really uh, I really got beat down in hockey last night. No denying it. I'm not sure if I'm willing to pull the trigger with the Islanders. Sorry. <laughs> if heads and butts were candies and nuts, I'm like, if he didn't miss three field goals and an extra point. <laughs> <laughs> four, four and an extra point. Yeah. Um, you <laughs> know, you it's do? funny because I've been there myself and I was tweeting that out on uh, Sunday night. I was blaming the Dallas Cowboys um, and Mike McCarthy and the referees and everybody. And that's what, uh, that's what we, uh, we all do. But, you know, that all comes into uh, account when you're handicapping games, uh, right? Will the head coach make the right decision? Uh, will, Will the referee screw the team uh, late in, in the football game or basketball game? It's all part of it, right? Like, it's funny, like, it's gamblers. Gamblers will always, like, blame the coach. They'll blame the referee. They'll blame the player. Um, I blame but, me. I blame but me. But when they win, when they win, <laughs> when a gambler wins, they give themselves credit. Oh, what a great pick. Yeah, I, I, I had a great pick. It's not that the players played great. It's like, no, no, you you were great somehow. And when your bet loses, somehow it's like it's their fault. It's funny how gamblers, uh, you know, because <laughs> I, I was thinking about that because I was actually mad for, for you know, a good, good day or so, actually, 24 hours about that Cowboy game, about McCarthy just being an idiot and the Kellen Moore and the play calling and the refs and everything. And then it just, you know, I came to the conclusion, you're the one – that took a Dallas Cowboy team that can't beat winning teams. 
You're the one that took the Dallas Cowboys. I rarely take the Dallas Cowboys. So can I blame Mike McCarthy for being an idiot? No. Can I blame Kellen Moore for being an idiot? No. Can I blame Dak Prescott for not being able to beat any team that's good? No. I knew all of this, yet I still took them. So who's the idiot? Me, McCarthy, Prescott, the referees, uh, Jalen Ramsey? All of the above. No, all of the me. Above. Me. No, How are they idiots? I don't know. How is Jalen no, Ramsey an idiot? Uh, I, no, not him. He, he's not, but McCarthy, I don't care what you say. McCarthy was, me and you drunk could have made better calls down yeah. the stretch in that game. Same with yeah, Kellen Moore. That's our so, fault for I, betting on him. Yeah, but we can't predict the guy's going to have a brain meltdown with two minutes that's in the game like any normal that. person. That's what, our to job to predict that. To predict his mental mental uh, faculties, that he's going to actually make a horrible decision with two minutes left in the game as a professional head coach of a National Football League team and not take a tie on a fourth down. Mm, I don't know. That's giving these guys a lot of credit, to be honest with you. It's not our fault. Checking his, men his mental capacities now? He's saying he's lost it? <laughs> Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. I am Gabriel Morenzi. It's game time decisions. We're ready to rock. Uh, Donnie Wrightside's going to step up and in the Ridge Redhead at Cam Stewart. We're on the clock. We've got the Miami Heat and the Boston uh, Celtics. We'll break it down. Game seven. Can the Denver Nuggets pull it off again? Can they come back again from a 3 1 uh, deficit and uh, knock off a Los Angeles Clippers basketball team that's actually never been to the conference finals in the history of their franchise. 49-year wow. drought. 49-year drought. It's the longest in professional sports of a team that hasn't made it to a conference championship uh, game. I'll put you on the clock, uh, Cam. Stump the uh, the Schwab. Who's wow. the, the, the team with the second longest streak that hasn't made it to a conference championship game? I won't leave you uh, hanging for very long. It's a very difficult question. <laughs> yeah, it's what league? Can I get the league? NBA. It's the NBA. NBA. Actually. Yeah. Because even what loser team teams, is? like the Leafs made it to the conference finals. finals. You know what I mean? Like uh, yeah. the Jacks have made it to the conference finals. The Pan You know what I mean? Like even like expansion teams. Vegas made it to the finals. As, as an expansion team. Timberwolves made it. Timberwolves made it to the finals, right? The Timberwolves, finals? Um, they did make it to the conference finals. Once Atlanta before. Hawks? No, they, they've made it like years yeah, ago. Yeah, actually, they did go Dominique Wilkins. Uh, the Hornets. Man, this is a tough one. Hornets. The Hornets. Look at the Hornets. <laughs> the Hornets have been in existence for 30 years. The Hornets That's have been in right. existence for 30 years. They've never made the conference finals before. Hornets. That's a good trivia question because it takes you a while. It's like, eh, eh, you forget it's they're a little bit one. newer. Yeah, that I'll tell you one. that. I tell you that. If you ask somebody that question and they know the answer right away, like, don't bet that yeah, guy's right, yeah. trivia. Like, you run away from that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my job. You're, like you're, you're hired. He got some. They had some good players, too. Grandma Ma, right, Gabe, Larry Johnson, and a couple of, like, the UNLV guys. And, like, the thing was, it's they just the, the franchise sticks. They, they had a run, exactly, but. If there's a team morning. that needs, like, a uh, a uniform overhaul, like, change your colors, change everything. Like, they've always had horrible uniforms. I blame the uniforms. <laughs> like, <laughs> and Michael Jordan, as great of a player as he's been, he hasn't exactly been, uh, you know, the, uh, the best uh, team constructor. <laughs> 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's no secret that our current healthcare system is broken. We're often taught to avoid the doctor unless we're already sick. This is where Forward comes in. Forward doctors deliver personalized insights to put you on the path to better help. And they're based right here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Forward doctors actually spend time listening and getting to know you. Using real-time blood results and genetic analysis, they build a preventative plan with you to mitigate any health risk. And the best part? Forward doctors make it easy by guiding you through small changes to your lifestyle today to achieve long-term results. With the latest technology and tools, Forward's high-caliber team of doctors deliver cutting-edge preventative care. Whether it's finding the root cause of a new problem, managing a condition, or building a plan to achieve your wellness goals, at Forward, your healthiest self is just around the corner. Better yet, Forward doctors help you find exactly what your genes say about your health. It's time to listen to what your body is telling you. Go to GoForward.com today to get the insights you need to put you on the path to better health. That's GoForward.com. Game of Decisions continues. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates and all of our video platforms as well. A lot of stuff to get to. We're on the clock. We've got a couple of NBA basketball games this evening, NHL playoff hockey. And I'll tell you what, I know because the football season and the NBA playoffs have been going on, but we're into like the, the final week of Major League Baseball. Uh, right oh, now, the teams have like some teams have like seven, eight games left. Like it's real, and the Playoffs standings are down right now. Yeah, September twenty no, ninth game. It's the fifteenth today. That's fourteen days of playoffs yeah, in two it's, weeks. It's go time. So we have been focused mm-hmm. on uh, football, but the importance of some of these baseball games actually are pretty big uh, tonight. Let's bring in Donnie right side right now, who loves the diamond. Donnie Diamond in the house. What's up, Donnie? Yes. Hey, doing good. If it wasn't such a bad week for the city of Philadelphia sports-wise over the weekend, I might have a bigger smile on my face. But my Phillies, you want to talk about pushing down the stretch, Gabe? They're pushing out of the stretch. It's always um, it's always key to be peaking at the right time. And I'll tell you what, the, the Phillies are in must-win uh, right now down the stretch. A competitive uh, week uh, coming up ahead. All right, quickly before we get into the basketball and baseball and everything, you mentioned a rough week in, uh, in Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles give up 27 unanswered points to the Washington football uh, team. Uh, what do you expect in uh, week two against the uh, visiting Los Angeles Rams? I'm expecting a better offensive, you know, input from their head football coach, Doug Peterson, that says if I don't have an offensive line, it's best not drop back 40 plus times, especially when you have the lead. It's okay to go three and out and punt the football back. It's amazing in this day and age where these guys want to pass so much, even at the detriment of what's actually good for your football team. Yeah, there was week one was uh, I think one of the themes guys uh, was highlighted uh, by questionable decisions. The name of this show was Game Time Decisions. Well, coaches <laughs> don't make very good game time uh, decisions. So a uh, ton of stuff to get to. We're going to get to everything. Let's just go rapid fire. We'll jump in right now. The Miami Heat and the Boston uh, Celtics uh, throwing down. I was surprised, you know, when 
the immediately after the Boston Celtics uh, beat uh, the Toronto Raptors, the Miami Heat were opened up as the series um, faves. Um, that is clearly swung uh, right now. And, you know, I'm just quite surprised, actually, that Boston uh, comes in, getting all the love, coming in uh, here, minus 134 series price right now at FanDuel. Um, the Miami Heat plus 110. Boston laying two points uh, this evening. Uh, what's your take on the game in the series, Donnie? I mean, two fantastic coaches. You want to talk about two X's and O's guys that are going to get after it. It's kind of nice to see. And both of these teams, if I'm looking at it from a gambling perspective, Gabe, two, both of these teams are even to me. I like the Jimmy Butler added angle for the Miami Heat. But if I'm going to get plus money, that's the way I'm leaning in this series. You know, Cam, they played four times uh, this year. They split. Yet, they're different basketball teams. And they always had injuries. Boston, different rosters, et cetera. And the coaches... Are, and the players are all saying, ah, those games don't mean uh, anything. But it's interesting to me, guys, in which there's a theme um, of unders, all right? In the last five games that they played, four of them went under and there was one push. But none of the totals were as low as this. Like, they were 218, mm-hmm. 219. There was actually a, a 209 once, a 214 and a half. Uh, you know, this is an interesting total uh, here this evening, sitting at 209 uh, right now. I'm an over better, but I'm not in a hurry to be betting the over of this game uh, right now. But I am, I am, I think the Miami Heat are going to win the series, and I'm getting, you know, in a toss up, I'm getting plus two points here tonight, Cam. Miami, it feels like they haven't played in forever, uh, but I think yeah. they match up well uh, with Boston, and I think the Miami Heat are the play. I'm taking the Heat plus two tonight. I respectfully uh, disagree. Uh, I'm on the Boston Celtics in this game. Uh, I think the series goes seven. I agree with you there. I think it's going to be everything's even. Great coaches, great playing. It's just going to be a. It's going to be an old school boxing fight that goes the distance. The reason I like Boston in this game, I think Miami layoff is going to hurt them. I also think people just look into beating the Bucks. The Bucks didn't bring their best best basketball. That's the thing. Everyone's oh yeah, and we talked this about this on the show, Gabe. The Pacers they checked out before that uh, series even started. I think Boston is, is a deep team. I think they could do a lot of things. I love Jimmy Butler, too. I love the way he plays. I love his attitude. I like the Celtics in this game. I'm not sure if they're going to win the series. I think it goes the distance, but I like Boston to get game one. Yeah, I think this series is uh, going uh, seven seven games, and in fact, let's just do a quick uh, prop check uh, right now. You know, we talked about this actually with Boston and Toronto coming in, and I said Toronto in six or seven. And then we also brought up this series is going to go six or seven games. It's going to be a long series. And I don't see how Miami and Boston aren't either. Uh, Donnie, these teams mm-hmm. in Eastern Conference, the elite teams in Eastern Conference are also evenly matched. I think we're going to have a lot of close basketball games. And I think it's going to be an extended series. Um, for the record, um, Boston, uh, series total games, just so with no, no winner. If you think the series is going to go seven games, it's plus 200. So it tells you that the, the FanDuel thinks it's going to go 7-2. Going 6 is plus 200 as well. Boston, oh. to win in 7, is plus 440. Uh, Miami, to win in 7, is plus 490. Feels like a 7-game series, Donnie. 
It absolutely does. I mean, two evenly matched teams. And also, you get back to some of that hardcore basketball that we like from, like, the 90s. You can see both of these teams have that gritty, you know, sort of experts that can get after. I like this series overall. But, again, it's just going to lean back the same way I talked to you before, Gabe. Give me the plus money in the series. If it's going seven games, I want the team with the plus money on that side. I lean towards the Miami just being a Boston Celtics hater, but it's going to be a good one. You know, guys, I'm going to be taking a look at Goran Dragic's uh, prop uh, tonight. I'll throw this out here right now, actually. It's 18 and a half points. They played in the bubble, actually, on August the 4th. He dropped 20. He's been very consistent. Jimmy Butler gets all the, the media love. Um, but I tell you, Goran Dragic has been balling. And we saw Kyle Lowry have success. Van Fleet had a ton of open shots at the guard position. There's no reason why Dragic isn't getting some open looks. And, and get to 19 points. It's a fair number at 18 and a half. All right, so uh, Donnie, game seven. I can't believe we're here at a game seven. This Denver Nugget team is unbelievable. The, the heart and resiliency that this team has shown. They're like the uh, Loyola Chicago of the NBA bubble or something. Like, they just won't go away. They got to roll in Sister Jean courtside in the bubble now. Um, like, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, they're down 3-1. And they were flat, flatter than a two-day-old Coke. They, they were flat yeah, versus flat. Utah. And I'm like, man, this team's got no heart. They, they don't play defense. They don't like so, – and they just – they clicked. Jamal Murray's been going off. Now Jokic has taken over. I got it. You know, you got the, the Kawhi Leonard predicate. The one thing with this series is, guys, and Doug, yeah, it's going seven, but basically the Clippers yeah. have been up by 20 in every game. So it's 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 so what happens today? The Clippers gonna get up and say, Yeah, we're not blowing this lead this time, or we have a game on our hands. I gotta tell you, it's hard to go against we even though Kawhi's pedigree, they seem to be imploding a bit. It's hard to get in front of this uh this team of destiny in Denver and the plus seven and a half points. What's your take? Yeah, been there, done that before, right? So if they're fighting back and coming back in seven-game series already, they're not going to have a nerve saying, hey, we're going to do another game seven in this environment. All the pressure you would think to me, Gabe, would be on the Clippers in this one, looking for the NBA to get that matchup, Lakers-Clippers in the Western Conference Finals. But the other side of it, take a look at the total. Usually you don't think of the Denver Nuggets want to bet them under. The 208 and a half here, I actually lean towards the under in the game seven. I think we'll get some pretty hardcore defense in the fourth quarter if it's close. And I like that game to stay under. You know, Kevin, it's a good point to Donnie Reyes as far as pressure. The Denver Nuggets didn't, you know, spend a half a billion dollars on players. The Denver right. Nuggets didn't bring in Kawhi Leonard, and God knows what they really offered him, right? Yeah, I guarantee you're going to see when Kawhi retires. Oh, he's, oh, he, he, he bought he bought a part of the Clippers. Oh, yeah, just 10%. Right? Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, owner. Yeah, yeah, you're player owner. You're gonna see. Yeah, let me see that. What do you buy for a dollar? Like you know what I mean? Like God knows what really went on. I'm just saying, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. And you know what I mean? There were even accusations at Uncle Dennis about that. They were like, yeah. Dennis is asking for ownerships and planes and all kinds of <laughs> stuff that you can't even do. So who knows? Who knows? But understand, yeah, all the pressures on the Clippers. They're the ones. They're the ones that are they're supposed to win the NBA title. Nuggets are playing with house money. We'll see how the Clippers respond under pressure tonight, but we'll get Cam's take on this. But I'm, I'm going to roll the dice with the Denver Nuggets plus the points. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down. And too many people fall victim to the picture-perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we gonna learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is gonna be your church, your turn up, and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game time decisions continues. I am Gabriel Marenzi, Kane on the Rage and Reddit. Cam Stewart, Donnie Wrightside, throwing it down with us. You can find him on Twitter at Donnie Wrightside. Um, so just quickly, uh, Miami and Boston uh, coming up uh, here. I'm going to go with Gordon Dragic over. 18 and a half uh, points. I'm going to take the other uh, Miami Heat plus the two uh, points. Uh, Cam, final pick on this game? Uh, Celtics money line. I think uh, they win a, a real tight one, Gabe. Maybe they win by one point. We both win. Give me Boston. I don't like that team, but you know what? I think they win game one. That's all. Yeah. You know, and, and Donnie knows what I'm talking about, especially being a Philly sports fan. Mm. As a Raptor fan, Donnie, I'm not really a big fan of either Miami or Boston, to be honest with mm. you. And, um, yeah. It's not like I'm overly <laughs> excited to watch these guys. Man, it'll be a good series. It's going to be good basketball. But you know the drill when it comes to this stuff. It's like Super Bowls, Donnie. Really, Super Bowls, you know, you, you, you're going for the team that you bet on. But also, you know, in sports, which team do I hate the least? You know what I mean? Exactly. It's like, it's like yep. I don't really hate the Miami Heat. I don't like the Boston Celtics. I got no beef with the Miami Heat. Um, I'd prefer to see Miami win just so the Boston sports fan isn't as smug uh, as they always are. Um, but what I, I've learned a long time ago, what I want to happen in the sports world means nothing. <laughs> I don't control right. it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't control rich. But, you know, I'll tell you what, guys, the Clippers, I brought this up earlier, Donnie, 49 years. They've never been to a conference finals before Amazing. in their franchise history. It's the longest streak in professional sports. The Hornets are the second longest streak at 30 years. They're 0 for 7. I just want to bring that up. They've been in this position seven times, and they failed in their history, the Clippers, to get to the conference final. So they, they're basically 0 and 7 in elimination games in this spot. But they got Paul George. They've got Kawhi Leonard. They also have all the pressure. Jokic is just on fire right now and carrying these guys. They're playing with house money. I'm taking the points. Uh, what do you got, Cam? Yeah, I, I know what it is, Gabe. I find this one interesting, and uh, I know we, I told you you were banned from first quarters, and I was banned from the Cincinnati Reds, but I'm calling all bans off. First quarter bets are allowed now. That was only for 24 hours. I like the L.A. Clippers early in this game. <laughs> 
I think they have to come out in the first quarter and make a statement in this game. Take them early. Denver might grind them a little bit late. So if they don't get that big lead, they start to get a little bit tighter. But I expect them to be free-flowing out of the gate after watching how embarrassing this is. This series should have been over a long time ago. I expect Leonard and George to have the rest of the guys amped up early in this. And I expect them to have like a seven or eight point lead after the first quarter and Denver maybe to claw back. But give me the Clippers in the first quarter, Gabe. I'm back. Well, Major League, uh, Major League uh, Baseball, these games, uh, these games count. Um, you know, even though 16 teams make the playoffs, it's, it has created some interesting uh, playoff chases uh, right now. So let's get into the baseball board. I actually have six-pack, guys. A six-pack nice. uh, yes. strikeout yes. props this evening. And you know I've been striking out, uh, you know, I've been mowing them down with these KO props. You're going to like it too, Kev. A couple of unders uh, mixed in here. Uh, tonight, but let's jump in uh, here right now. Rays and Nats. Sanchez beat the Rays uh, last week. I have a weird feeling about this game in which I just don't like it. I'm passing on this. We'll go rapid fire. Cam, you want to pass on this game? Donnie, any opinion? Uh, Rays and Nats lost last week, taking the Rays in this spot against Sanchez. I got to tell you. I'm going to tell you, Gabe, the Washington Nationals might be a, a, a pooch tonight. You can get them on the run line, plus one and a half, only 20 cents. I know Sanchez has been up and down, more down, but Curtis, he's a spot, probably a spot starter for the Rays tonight. That's crazy. You, get, you can't lay 75, 80 cents with Curtis and the Rays. No way. I think the Nationals might be a dirty dog tonight. I'm definitely going to take them plus one and a half, Marenzi. I, I think this could be an upset today. Uh, Dottie? Yeah, you know, looking at this game, you know, Curtis is going to be the opener. Yarborough comes in as the lefty afterwards for the Rays. But one thing that you do like to know is that the Nationals hit lefties very well. And that's a sneaky lineup. That Eaton, Turner, Soto, Cabrera first four can do some damage. I see some runs in this game because I think Anibal Sanchez will give them up. But the, I should be good for, if you're looking at the Nationals, at least four runs in this one. So that over nine looks good to me tonight, guys. I can't disagree uh, with that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm surprised good the number's not a little bit, uh, li- little bit higher, actually. Cam, Cincinnati Reds starting to get on a little bit of a run right now. Uh, it's, it's, the, it's the desperation time, uh, Cam. You're riding the Reds tonight. Oh, of course, Marenzi. Does the sun shine? Of course I'm taking the Reds today. They've been they've actually been good to me lately, so I got to take them. I don't really don't like the juice and the line's a little bit fishy with the Renzen, but 142. You know, yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a little bit of a train wreck uh, line there. I expected it to be a little bit higher, so I hope I'm not falling into a trap. The Reds have been better. They're winning the games they should. I like them uh, today, Gabe. I will be betting the Cincinnati Reds. That price is low enough for me. They're starting to play baseball. Donnie, any opinion on that one? Yeah, Joe Musgrove, very good pitcher at home in a pitcher's ballpark in Pittsburgh, but he really struggles on the road, and we know Cincinnati is a hitter's ballpark. The only downside for Cincinnati today is Eugenio Suarez goes on the paternity list. Would have been nice to have him in the cleanup role, but I think we get runs in this game as well. Lorenzen's only scheduled to go probably 40-50, maybe 55 pitches max, so you might get a bullpen effort. I like runs in this game as well, guys. Um, so I like what you just said. I'm just thinking, like... How, how long into the future until we hear that basically like Buddy's out because uh, he's having a kid and like he yeah, really he's is having, having a kid. A kid. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, yeah, like, like, yeah, like like yeah, like yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. gave birth to a sooner helmet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Jr's oh, pregnant. Because <laughs> I hear this, I'm like, what? I mean, what do, what do you mean you're out? Like you're not pregnant, but like I'm just thinking, oh yeah, we'll get to that. It's day. true. We'll, we'll, we're we're going to get to that right. day. We'll all be dead, but one day, like, you know, 48 years from now, be, uh, yeah, starting pictures out because he's pregnant. Uh, I agree. 
Gomez. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, uh, Philadelphia Phillies and, and the New York Mets. Big game. Donnie J. Carrietta plus 104. Uh, Porcello on the hill minus a buck 29 and a half. What's your take on this one? Two poor pitchers to me here, but again, I'm a huge Phillies fan. I don't like what I see. They are limping right now. JT Rucho, I don't think, is going to be in the lineup tonight. I didn't check the final roster of the Phillies, but Reese Hoskins goes on the DL. This is a team limping. The Mets are rested and ready, and that's a really good one through nine tonight to go up against Jake Arrieta. A lot of good lefties in that Mets lineup. I give the edge to the Mets in this one tonight. Eddie, you know this one, Cam? Yeah, I haven't pulled the trigger, but I agree with Donnie. I think it's the Mets or nothing. I, I have no interest in taking the Philadelphia Phillies in that game. I haven't pulled the trigger, but uh, I know they need to win. Who says they, they have to win, though? I, I kind of like the yep, New York Mets right. in this spot, Gabe. Yep. All right, so big baseball game, uh, big series, and the New York Yankees are getting help. Uh, the roster uh, starting to get some players uh, back, and they send uh, Diego Gar- uh, Garcia uh, to the hill this evening. Garcia has been real good. He's one of the strikeout props uh, that I like, uh, guys. Um, when you look at um, you look at Garcia, three starts, six strikeouts apiece in each one. Exactly six. So he's got 18 strikeouts, three starts, six strikeouts apiece. Strikeout prop was five and a half, shaved to the over um, um, as well, plus money uh, to the over at five and a half. That's what we like. Cam will throw it to you first, being the Blue Jay insider. Blue Jays. And Yankees, big-time stuff. They're playing Yankees. Blue Jays and Yankees play each other a lot uh, down the stretch here. This is big-time stuff. Uh, Who do you got? I want to take the Blue Jays in this spot, maybe plus one and a half, but I haven't pulled the trigger. With the guys coming back for the Yankees, it's very, very troubling. The Blue Jays, though, Gabe, in your in your with your bet with the strikeouts, they have a lot of free swingers on their team with Vladimir Guerrero and all the other kids. Lots of cutting. And I'll tell you one thing, the guy going for the Yankees tonight, underrated pitcher, exactly what you said. I see a lot of free swings tonight. I would not be surprised if he actually had seven or eight strikeouts. So I like your prop. Uh, I want to take the Blue Jays, Gabe, but it's a homer pick, so I'm probably going to go layoff. Uh, when I say that, I got a bad feeling about it. Uh, the Yankees are going to be angry. They need to make up some games. Uh, Donnie, um, what's your take on the Blue Jays and the Yankees? It's two teams that are looking to hopefully get healthy. Now you see Stanton back in the lineup for the Yankees, and then, of course, Toronto getting health as well. Both of these pitchers, they fit your eye for an under in this game. It's always hard for me to get under in New York with that small bandbox ballpark they have up there at Yankee Stadium. But I'm going to go under nine in this game. I don't think that, I think both of these pitchers will come out, and especially your good point there with Debbie Garcia. Good young pitcher, gets a lot of swings and misses. They haven't seen him that much. He should be good over five to six innings, Gabe. I agree. What do you think, Donnie, about an under tonight with the Dodgers in San Diego uh, tonight? Two, two, two pitchers that have been really getting it done. It, it's really it's a, it's a tough one because you're looking at that eight and a half number and uh, I was on a show earlier today trying to cap this game and you are correct the pitching matchup is very good but when you look from the batter side they yeah, are been great plus lineup man yep they're eight yeah, the good, right. on both sides here going to be tough so when you look at it and try to break it down with the extra innings where you get the guy on second base Gabe you get three to three had the extra innings in this game you're going to lose uh, that so I can see both of these teams with a chance uh-oh. to get the force that's a tough one. Man, San Diego's coming on right now for the division camp. You're right. And no, else is good. Uh, It sounds like a a medication. Getterall? I'll have uh, four Getteralls, please. But that guy (laughs) pitching for the Dodgers? Man, I watched that guy on Sunday night before the Cowboys game. Strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. He throws smoke. Getterall. I like it. I like it. Yeah, Gonsolin's been uh, great. uh, And Gonsolin. Not not a big uh, big-name pitcher, but he has uh, pitched great. Uh, for the Dodgers. 
it takes a little shine off, you know, with the, the division and all this stuff uh, this year. Because, you know, what, what do the seeds, do the seeds really matter uh, all that uh, all that much? Uh, another baseball game, and I'll throw it to you here on this one, Donnie. Minnesota and Chicago. I don't, I don't know if people have been paying attention, but, man, the White Sox are rolling right now. And yep. Cleveland's on the verge of potentially, like, missing the playoffs. Quick take, Donnie, on the American League Central scene here uh, tonight. So Cleveland's got to start winning some baseball games. Uh, they're up against it right now. And man, as good as the Twins are, this White Sox team, man, the White's like the White Sox are like the San Diego of the American League right now. Correct. Yeah, no, it's it's what we talked about before the season. We wanted to jump on the Reds and we wanted to jump on the White Sox. Well, it's nice. At least we got 50% of that right. The White Sox are legit. One through nine on that team. They can slug with anybody. They have the front line pitching and a decent bullpen to back it up. I'm excited about the team, but Cleveland really worries me because that lineup one through nine is not that strong. And if there's a, one of those three teams that have to drop out, I would rather have the Twins and I would rather have the White Sox than I would the Cleveland Indians. Find uh, Donnie Wrightside on Twitter, at Donnie Wrightside. Always great. Uh, Donnie Diamond in the Game house. time decisions. Man, I have I a love it, folks. Thanks for joining Denver, on Tuesday. This is, the, this is the it game for Denver. Game time. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Hey, y'all. What up? It's Jess Hilarious, and I'm here to tell y'all that I'm launching my podcast, Carefully Reckless on the Black Effect Network. I'm going to be telling y'all all my business and telling y'all other people's business too. It ain't no limits to the things I talk about. Y'all know that if y'all know me. From baby mama drama to healthy relationships, from child support to stimulus checks. Look, when you take a step back and you realize that we all go through crazy stuff and we got stories to tell, those situations do not define you. But they do make for a real good conversation. <laughs> In a world where clickbait and cancel culture can tell your story before you do, I'm creating an outlet to remind people that we still human crazy. And we can all laugh about it. Don't stress over it. Bring your problems to me. I promise I won't judge you, but I might crack a joke or two. Don't be scared. It'll be respectful and messy at the same time. Just make sure you tune in. Listen to Carefully Reckless on January 20th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Game time decision continues. Thanks to Donnie Wrightside uh, for joining us. I am Gabriel Morensi. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates. A lot of stuff going on. We have the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics set to uh, to tip off. We're on Miami Heat plus two, and we're on Gordon Dragic over 18 and a half uh, points. We've got a bunch of baseball games uh, coming up. We talked baseball with Donnie Wrightside, but let's just quickly continue the baseball conversation uh, right now, uh, Cam. I'll go rapid fire through each game. Uh, right now, Boston Red Sox, Miami Marlins. Any interest in uh, in laying uh, the uh, the price with the Marlins uh, tonight against the Sox? Yeah, I do. The Marlins have been great to me all year, and I'm not going to get off it. The price is a little bit steep, but I have no faith in the Boston Red Sox. I like the Marlins. This team, they always come through. They beat down Philadelphia the other day. Give me the Miami Marlins, Gabe. I like it. Minus 160. This kid on Boston, Hawk, uh, making his first uh, career start. Uh, I guess he was the, I think he was the 24th pick in the draft a couple of years ago. So he's a big time uh, prospect. Uh, Marlins laying minus 160. 
<laughs> that game's going off the board in a couple of moments. As uh, the Cincinnati Reds as well. Finally, the Reds starting to, you know what, they've won three or four for them. That's quite the streak. Uh, it is. So, uh, yeah, Cincinnati Reds. Minus 140. Yeah, Musgrove on the hill for, for Pittsburgh tonight. The one good pitcher that they have. Yeah, the thing is, Donnie brought it up. Musgrove, is, his home road splits are incredible. At home, he pitches well. Game in Cincinnati, that's an uh, advantage to the Reds. I don't know what we're going to get from Lorenzen in this game. He brings up a good point. There might be runs. I expect the Reds to score. Their bats have been heating up a little bit, and Pittsburgh will probably get, get some off Lorenzen as well. So, But I like the Reds in this spot. I think they continue. They need to win games, and uh, they could beat Pittsburgh. I'm gonna, I like them both as well. I think the Marlins are going to win, and I think the Reds are going to win. Now that the Reds are rolling a little bit, I'm going to jump on the wagon. Jump on the wagon. Yes. New York Mets and Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, Donnie doesn't sound like he's got a lot of uh, faith in Jake Arrieta and the Phillies tonight, plus 110 right now. Porcello and the Mets, minus 128. Uh, total nine and a half in this baseball game. This is a pass for me. I wanted to take Philadelphia, actually, uh, but... They are banged up. They are starting uh, to fall apart a little bit. So I'm not going to force this. This is a pass for me this game. Yeah, I agree, Gabe. I have a lean to the Mets, but I don't like it enough. Uh, this game to me is a coin flip, so I'm going to pass on this baseball game. Toronto Blue Jays. So uh, Tawan Walker on the hill here this evening against the New York Yankees. Just sort of does have that Yankee feel to it tonight, doesn't it, Cam? That the Yankees get it done uh, this evening. Um, you know, their, their roster is starting to, they've got some guys up back, Judge Stanton. So the roster is, um, it could take a little while from the going again, but the roster is nearly complete. Big, 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 big series uh, for the New York Yankees. Ton of pressure on this baseball team all the time. Garcia has been good, real good, uh, Cam, tonight. Like you said, I, this, this is a Yankee game. Yankees win tonight. I agree. I'm not betting against the Blue Jays, but the Yankees should win. As you said, Garcia's been lights out. Walker's actually been surprisingly good for Toronto as well, but Garcia's very good. If it was like they activated Lasagna from the D, uh, DL, sorry, the IL as well, uh, if he went tonight against Walker, I'd take the Blue Jays. Garcia's significantly better. I think the Yankees probably win, so I'm going to pass on that game. Yeah, give me, give me the Yankees. We'll lay the price uh, with the Bronx Bombers, and we're going over five and a half with Garcia. As uh, Cam brought up earlier, the Toronto Blue Jays, well, Cam, you said they're a free-swinging team. Who isn't, really? You know, they really are. teams no. that are actually disciplined. <laughs> no, you're right, though. Yeah, they are. So, they and Garcia, in his three starts, exactly six strikeouts in each start. So, and it's five and a half, and it was like plus 104 at the time. I'll tell you what, guys, there's a lot of movement in these strikeout props during the day. Like, they bounce mm -hmm. around, man. Like, it'll be 7.5 minus 116 and 8.5 plus 110. Uh, like, I'm curious to see what your you Darvish's number's been bouncing around uh, all day, actually, from 7.5 and 8.5. And uh, so we'll get into that. But for you prop players, I do like Garcia, starting pitcher for the Bronx Bombers, the Yankees tonight. Garcia over 5.5 strikeouts, as I stated, three starts, six strikeouts per start. Um, five and a half, fair number against the free swinging Toronto Blue Jay lineup. And I do think the Yankees win this baseball game this evening. Another strikeout prop out here, Cam. And this is another one actually, it's been bouncing around. Uh, we got Kansas City and Detroit on the hill. Detroit Rock City, get up. Yeah. And uh, I like Boyd. I like Boyd's strikeout prop here to the over. I liked it better at four and a half. And people bet this stuff, man. People bet this stuff. You know, so it's four and a half. 
boom, up to five and a half right now. So it moves. I liked it better at four and a half. I can still live with it at five and a half, but I liked it better at four and a half. Uh, but I, I like this Boyd play that I can strike up prop for Boyd. Any opinion on the game itself? Yeah, I like the Royals tonight with Junis as a small dog against uh, the Tigers. Boyd will get strikeouts for you, Gabe. He'll also give up a lot of bombs. If he stays in the game, he should hit that strikeout number against the Royals. But I really like uh, the Royals tonight as a dog with Junis over Boyd. Boyd's been absolutely ravaged in his last few starts. Um, his last start, he got peppered. Uh, I'm going to take the chance lost the 19 nothing. <laughs> not, that <bad. laughs> no, not that bad. And anyway, uh, Ju- Junis yeah, is he was the starter. Here. He was the starter yeah, in that nineteen nothing game in Milwaukee. You Seven are, earned runs correct. in three innings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he got smoke. And you're right. Before, yep. before that, he lasted six innings, and uh, he, you know he gave up two runs. But from a strikeout perspective, uh, he had six he strikeouts, finished. six strikeouts, eight strikeouts, and then and then the two. Um, and in the game before that, he had nine, actually. So where I'm going with this is he's basically four and one to the over five and a half in his last five starts. That last start happens to be the game that they lost 19 nothing to Milwaukee to. Yeah, exactly. And listen, so Kansas City's back, too. They sucked it, right? Yeah, well, Kansas City's been pretty good, like to me, over the weekend when they beat, but they beat down bad teams. Uh, it's a good spot for them tonight, I think. Uh, but I like the Royals. But yeah, I got no problem with you taking Boyd. Usually, you know my angles about stuff. Bounce backs, right? Like uh, even if he gets hit, uh, maybe he'll get a lot of strikeouts. Boyd has strikeout potential for sure. So yeah, I expect him probably to get six or seven strikeouts. Well, the play's already in, and um, I got this in earlier in the day, a four and a half can. So, you know, I sometimes I miss out on them, but I'm learning with these strikes. Because, you know, sometimes you think, ah, no one's playing this prop, right? Like, it's not going to Oh, they all do. You know, when this I look at the it, guys like, play. Those yeah, Harvard guys. Yeah, people, that's what they like. That, it's, think about all the – yes, yes. Think about the guys we've had on our show with, you know, the FanDuel lineups and in, in the big contest, the Ricky Sanders of the world, the, the MIT grads, the Harvard grads. They love baseball numbers and strikeout props. They throw it in the supercomputer. And if you can get four and a half instead of five and a half, you've done your job. Atlanta Braves and the Baltimore Orioles, minus 78 cents. Uh, yeah, pass. pass. Me too. Pass. pass game. Eshelman and Yanoa, pass. I don't know anything about this game. Maybe the over, but pass. No thank you. Yeah, they, Not interesting. They don't, even, they don't even have strikeout props for this game. No, no. <laughs> you don't even want it. Uh, Cardinals, Cardinals and Brewers. This is a strikeout prop game that I'm taking. Flaherty's strikeout prop is six and a half. And let's just confirm yeah, exactly. And you know what? I've been, I know, I bet a lot of these. It's six and a half, and it's plus money to the under. It's plus 120. And I'm. He's a good pitcher, but he's a ground yeah, out guy, Gabe. He's a contact he, guy. He's he just a five cam. I know. Yes, I bet yes. he's probably a four. I know the strike. He's a four guy. or five guy. He's a four yeah, or five guy. A, yep. He's not a seven mm-hmm. guy. Like a seven guy, nope. a seven or an eight guy, you're getting into you, nope. Darvish, Scherzer territory. It's not yes. easy to strike out seven guys, right? Like like you said, like Flaherty, I'm like, really? Six and a half? I had to do double take. I'm like, plus money. Plus money to the under. So Flaherty, um, get this. So seven. Dude, he hasn't struck out seven batters once this year. I know. I don't know what's going on. That's uh, – what do these guys know? They better not know anything. <laughs> 
for your sake. No, I Flaherty, you know what Flaherty is? He's, you have to look at pitchers. Everybody's a different pitcher. You're right. You Darvish has stuff to blow you away. Scherzer has stuff to blow you away. Flamethrowers, oh, there's a lot of them out there, right? Guys like Cole, when he goes out there, he can smoke. Glasnow, yeah. those are strikeout guys. Kim, he's Flaherty got six is a very starts. good pitch. Yes, and he's got he's like four or five. Six. Six. He Once, got the right? six in his last start. Before that, uh-huh. he got the four, then five, three, five. three, six. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's never gotten to seven. He's never gotten to seven. And then he's on the road tonight against the Milwaukee Brewer team. Is actually swinging a better bat right now, Cam. Yeah. I, I'm no, taking I got the no, under. I got no I'm problem going with under that. The number. I don't think he's going to have seven strikeouts. No, the thing is, that's the thing that people look, you automatically think, wow, Flaherty, great pitcher, whatever. Not all guys are that style. Some guys still pitch to contact. And if you have good stuff, you know you're going to get a lot of ground ball outs or soft fly ball outs. That's Flaherty. He's not a niner strikeout guy like we talked about with the Coles and the rest of those guys. So, yeah, I got no problem with that. I'm in on it. We're playing it. It's already played, already cooked, already done. Minnesota Twins. And the Chicago White Sox. I'll tell you what, I'm a big fan of this Dunning kid. Can't remember I talked about him a couple of weeks ago. I love him. Uh, rookie. I love him. Not a strikeout guy, though. I, I'm not talking about a strikeout guy, but I'm talking yeah. about a win guy. Guy wins games. Like they, They're out there. and They're always competitive with this kid on the hill. The total is nine. Uh, what, what's your take on this Minnesota-Chicago uh, game? I like the White Sox. I haven't bet it yet. I'm going to see what's going on. Uh, Dobnak pitching for the Twins is okay. He's not really great. Uh, he's hittable. The White Sox, as we talked about, Gabe, with Donnie Wright's side, we have them They're to win the division. Nine last ten. Uh, trust me, I'm glad I got these guys to win the division now. Sure, the Cincinnati Red Sox stuff didn't work out, but the White Sox is working out. These guys are on fire right now. I like Dunning's stuff. Uh, you're right. He's not a guy that's going to blow you away. He's just a good pitcher. Minus 122 seems like a reasonable price. Eileen White Sox, I will pull the trigger. Okay, that starts start, uh, 8, 10, 5, 10 Pacific, so I will probably be taking the White Sox. I lean that way. I'll tell you, the guy that does blow you away is you Darvish. You Darvish's strikeout prop is 7.5 uh, tonight, and Carrasco's Over? prop is 6.5. Yeah, you know, Cam, it feels, it sounds like it's high, but it really isn't. Like, Darvish, like you talked about it last week, you brought it up as far as Darvish is concerned, winning the Cy Young. Guy's awesome. How do you argue? How do you argue? No, he can't. He's got, like, he's been great. He's yeah, been great. He's, he's got, actually he's got seventy-two strikeouts on the year and eleven walks. Like you know, it's one thing I strike out a lot of guys. It's like no, 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 no. He's not walking. And like basically, it's swinging a miss. Like jaw open, guys are like, or their knees are buckled. Like he is dominant, dominant. Like I don't know where this is coming from, but it's here, and it's seven and a half. I'm going over the number. If the Darvish pitched like this, the Dodgers would have a World Series. I don't know what's oh, yeah. happening with this guy. You know what? You want to talk about well, baseball players? Stealing, yeah, they were stealing signs. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. What, yeah, I had another good point. So Darvish might have something to say about this because he's a beast right now. And I will say, we've learned this in baseball. Some guys have to learn how to pitch. And you, Darvish, probably stepped back and said, listen, I have amazing electric stuff. I got to stop serving up meatballs. He's been basically just painting corners right now, and he's catching guys off. Nobody knows what he's throwing. He's been fantastic. You like Darvish over. I like the Cubs over the Tribe tonight, too. I'll, I'll lay 50 cent with Darvish. He's on fire. Yeah, and, um, yeah, I think the Cubs I think the Cubs get it done. Cleveland, Cleveland are in trouble right now. Their, their offense is fading. Um, it's going to be tough to, to beat Darvish. I think it's a fair price uh, with Darvish uh, tonight. So I, think the, I like the baseball card tonight. I think the White Sox get so it done uh, tonight as well. 
I like that uh, that Darvish uh, prop. And, um, you know, you got Texas Rangers in Houston. Texas are actually showing a little, little something down the stretch right here right now. Uh, Houston are under the gun. You got uh, your boys on the hill for Houston uh, tonight. And, uh, you got Yeah, Urquity. <laughs> <laughs> Real pitcher jam tonight. Cody and uh, Urquity. Urquity, yeah. <laughs> Urquity's pretty Cody bad. Bose, though. That, that's a tough one. Yeah, Cody's horrible. Yeah, Cody's horrible. I do like Oakland tonight, too. Minus 130. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood, we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. In-game live continues. Uh, Cam, we're on the clock. Bunch of baseball going on. Uh, we're on the Reds. We're on the Marlins. Uh, the Reds already have something going on. We have a Yankee game coming up here against the, uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. I like the Yankee uh, to get it done. And uh, I think Garcia goes over five and a half strikeouts uh, there. What are you looking at, Cam, as far as games right now? Yeah, we like a lot of the same stuff, Gabe, except for the basketball game. I'm not Celtics. We like the Reds' money line, Marlins' money line, Washington plus one and a half. I'm on the Kansas City Royals in baseball tonight. I also like one game that's a little bit different than you, the Rockies. They're going to be my dog of the night against Sean Manaya. I will take the Colorado Rockies getting a plus price at home. And I actually put this in now. I think the Mets do beat the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, I added that to the card. What do you got for me, Gabe? You're taking the Colorado Rockies, huh? All right, so give me the New York Yankees. We'll have more on the other side, but as we transition from uh, game-time decisions and in-game live, we'll have more on the other side. But give me the New York uh, Yankees to win a game against the Blue Jays. Give me Garcia over five-and-a-half uh, strikeouts. I like Boyd over four-and-a-half strikeouts. Now five-and-a-half. It's up to you whether you still want to play it. I like Flaherty under six-and-a-half uh, strikeouts. I like uh, you, Darvish, over seven and a half strikeouts, and Carrasco under six and a half uh, strikeouts. Six pack of KO props uh, tonight. We'll hit these on uh, in game live as well. And hard to believe we have another golf major this week as well. We got to take a peek at uh, take a peek at that. Yeah, it's interesting, Gabe, and I've been looking, man. Wingfoot, this course is going to eat these guys up. Scoring average in 2006, three shots over par. Guys were getting pummeled. Remember the tournament where Phil threw it all away on 18? And I actually had a piece of Jeff Ogilvie. We'll go in the hot tub time machine to 2006. <laughs> Ogilvie's not even playing golf anymore. But I'll tell you, Gabe, our boy Rom 
might be a factor this week. I think I might go back to Big JR. All right, we'll check in with the golf odds, but uh, on the other side, we'll be back, and uh, we're going to fire off uh, some more baseball picks uh, for you for all the games that are coming up. We'll check in with that Miami-Boston uh, game. We'll take a look at the Clippers and Denver Nuggets. Game time decisions into in-game live. Let's roll. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.